Paul the Apostle, writing to the church of Corinth, he said, we are one loaf, one bread. He said, we are one cup. And then he said something very awesome. He said, how could we eat from the table of the Lord and the table of demons at the same time? Or how could we drink the cup of his blood and drink a demonic cup at the same time? The Apostle Paul was calling the church to his purity. And he was doing so around the table of the Lord. It's the reason why the Apostle Paul said, when you come together to celebrate and to eat this meal, that you have waged on one another. Because no one needs to eat this bread or drink of this cup unworthy, in an unworthy manner. So when you eat of this table, it's bread and drink of this cup in an unworthy manner. The Apostle Paul in the same chapter said many have done so who are weak, who are sick, and who are dead. This table that we celebrate every month is no small thing to the Lord. That's why he left us this meal when he said this bread is my body which is broken for you you have to break the body in order to get the blood my body suffered for you why because our sins created a price that no human being no amount of gold or silver or precious things could pay for so in order for God to take off of us the sentence of death and put on us the proclamation of life, he had to, his justice demanded that that price be paid. And because the price is too high for any of you, certainly for me, he paid it himself. Before we eat of this bread and drink of this cup, I'm reminded of the woman who was driving home one night, late. She noticed every turn she took, a car, a truck took the same turn. It was a huge truck, big 18-wheeler. Every time she turned, she turned down alleys not where she was going just to see if I'm really being followed. Sure enough, every alley she turned, as dark as it was, that huge 18-wheeler took the turn behind her. When she figured she was being followed, she decided, I'm going to, I got to get to light. I got to get to somewhere where, where somebody can see me, somebody can help me. And she drove to a place where it was lit up like a service station and a, you know, like a 7-Eleven-like. She drove, she drove up and jumped out of the car and ran 
into the store. Help, help me, somebody's trying to help me. The moment she jumped out, that 18-wheeler screeched behind her and the driver jumped out of his truck and ran to her car, jerked open the door and grabbed a man who had hidden himself in her car. She was running from the wrong man. She was running from the one who was there to help her and to save her. And isn't that what we've been doing? You think God is after you? You think some negative judgment's coming to follow? No, God is the one who's come to rescue you and to save you. He jerked that man out and, and had him arrested. And the woman was in unbelief when she realized, oh my God, I'm running from the wrong person. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, quit running from the wrong person. Sometimes you think that God's trying to judge you and he's really trying to help you, to save you, to cleanse you. When we eat of this table today, we must separate ourselves unto God when you drink this cup today will you remember the high price that is paid for us by the way it's paid in full and there's nothing more that has to be added to pay for what you did and what I did and not only what you and I did but the sin of the whole world excuse me every sin that has ever been committed Oh, it's bigger than that. Every sin that will ever be committed. That's why the apostle Paul said, shall we sin that grace may abound? He, he, he said, God forbid. Know you not that those of us, that those of us who, who are in Christ Jesus, he died for our sins. We should no longer live in them, no longer walk in them. When we take this cup, when we eat this bread, do what the Apostle Paul said. Flee from immorality. Don't let, don't, don't let the enemy sabotage your awesome future in the Lord. Look at your name and say, he has not even got started with what he's going to do in your life. As we wait for just a few more moments, anything that you know that has been in your heart that is displeasing to the Lord, I, I keep saying it, may I say it again? Holiness. That is separation unto God. Holiness is not the absence of sin. It's the hatred of sin called the fear of the Lord. Bow your heads in reverence and may your bowed head be a heart that's open to God. 
as he turns a flashlight on of the Holy Spirit and shines in our hearts to reveal to us what needs to go, what needs to change, what is displeasing. It's not that it's just displeasing. What is there to sabotage you? What's hidden in your car in the back seat that's, that's crouching to destroy you? It is Jesus, your Savior, that comes to deliver you. simply an acknowledgement of that thing and a recommitment to the Lord that you belong to him I want to thank you worship team for singing that song Abba I belong to you acknowledge it before the Lord Acknowledge it, I belong. Sometimes your voice has to say it. Isn't that right? Confession is made unto salvation. Faith unto God and confession is what saves us. Confess, I belong to you, God. I don't belong to me. I don't belong to the enemy. I belong to you. I am yours. I am your woman. I am your man. I'm the one whom you called. I'm the one who, who snatched out of the hand of the enemy. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your marvelous grace. Your grace, the power to become all that you have created us to be. The power to do all the things to accomplish, all the things that you have in store for us to accomplish. We take this bread, we take this cup today. Over this cup today we declare as your blood shed for us the price of our sins. This, this bread, your body, which took our infirmities and our pains, our weaknesses, we take this bread and this cup today. Bless it now. In Jesus' name, amen. receive today don't forget that the Lord did this with his disciples and said you know when I'm gone I want you to do this in remembrance of me for every time you take this cup and every time you eat this bread you do show forth my death of course
course which leads to his resurrection. By the way, when you eat this bread and when you drink this cup as the body of Christ, as the family of God, it creates an agreement, a covenant between you, between me, between us, between each other. This is what God intended that God redefines family from just being sharing the same genes to sharing the same spirit. You become a part of the body of Christ. And so as it is, it's not just it's not just you and Jesus. It is, but it's us. That's why he said when you pray, pray our Father. Come on, say it, our Father. Yeah. In my house, if you belong to our family and you shared the last name, my Father made sure that we treated each other right. And if we didn't, there were penalties for that. Has any of you ever been subject to the penalties? The Apostle Paul was alluding to that. He said, those who drink this cup and eat this bread unworthily in an unworthily manner. Well, part of the unworthy manner is just me. No, it's not. It's us. That's why when you don't, he says, those who don't discern the Lord's body become weak. It's not just sitting in a church building. Look at your neighbor and say, you are the church. In a few moments, the church will have left the building. It's true. By the way, those of you online with us, we, have, we now have a new t-shirt. The church has entered the building. Amen. And I, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, those of you that are in another state, are not able to be with us, but you can receive communion right there where you are. Those of you that are in town, I want to encourage you. Come on back to your brothers and your sisters. When we drink this together in a moment, you should understand that all of the promises are guaranteed 
and what you drink and what you eat in his body and in his blood guarantees that I want you to stand when you drink this and eat this today. And you're standing, let it represent. I am no longer my own. I belong to him. And the truth is, I belong to you. You belong, we belong to each other. That's what it means to be in the body of Christ. In the name of Jesus, take this bread. His body which was broken for you. Eat that bread. Let his body become a part of your body. Let his suffering, his pain, his rejection, let all of that be gone from you and you receive instead his holiness, his health, his wholeness, his peace in the name of Jesus. Let every curse over your life be broken as you drink the cup. Let you receive strength to love the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might, all your strength. Lifting those hands once again before we leave this place before the Lord. I praise you and I thank you. I thank you, Heavenly Father, even for the prosperity coming over the body of Christ. I thank you, Lord, they turn left, they turn right, they're making money in the name of Jesus. I bless you, I praise you. Whatever they put their hands to, let them prosper in the name of Jesus. Thank you, heaven. All the broken promises, all the, all the disappointments, let it be gone in the name of Jesus. All the self-rejection, let it be gone in the name of Jesus. He's the one that helps you and helps you to earn and to increase in the name of Christ. I want you to receive that in the name of Jesus. Let your purity end up being your prosperity. Oh my God. Let your purity translate to your prosperity if you believe it clap your hands and give him praise my God 